Welcome back to the Desert Springs Church Podcast. It exists to supplement the ministry and growth of the body here at Desert Springs Church. My name is Drew. I'm here with Chase, and we're welcoming back our executive pastor, Ron Giese, Ronald L. J. Ronald J. or L.? I think we do this every time, Ron. I keep on. forgetting. Is it L in the middle, J. Jr. at the end. Both. Yeah. Ronald L. Giese Jr. So, Ron, um, th- before we get to the important announcement and the reason we want to have you on the podcast today, um, and if you were here on Sunday, uh, this coming Sunday, then you'll know why we're having Ron on the podcast. Um, we, we just had three really important questions to right off the bat I had for you. One, what's your favorite color and why? Two, what is your favorite animal and why? And three, your favorite landscape and why? I've told you not to make me laugh, Drew. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because if people don't know, Ron is kind of coming off a a bout of sickness. And so his... uh, His lungs and voice aren't 100% yet. Yeah. But still, the world wants to know. At least your favorite color. Favorite color, blue and green. That's because two. I like that's the, two colors. Like wrong. together, like blue green. <laughs> no, no. So yeah, I'm not. I'm going outside the box here. So green because of You're nice your own forests, rules. and blue because of good looking water. So yeah, okay. two colors, not one. Okay. Well, if you know, then you know. But we'll move on to the real questions, and the real reason we're having you on. It's a bittersweet time for us. A bittersweet yeah. announcement. Yeah. Um, that you're going to make this Sunday. So uh, why don't you just kind of walk us through. The, the story and the yeah the even the genesis of of this uh, this transition for you sure so October 2018 our daughter Danielle at that time 32 years old had just given birth to her third boy so five years five days sorry mm-hmm. after giving birth uh, and late at night Saturday night October 20th I uh, had a massive brain bleed. Josh, her husband, was watching TV, comes in, knows something is wrong, sees her, like, blue, no oxygen, calls 911 right away, calls Carl at 9, just says, get over here. Wow. Uh, she was in Albuquerque yes. at the time. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, maybe just less than 10 minutes away from where we live. And uh, there was an aneurysm, massive brain bleed, Stroke, we don't know what caused it, unexpected, mm. compl- you know, nothing wrong with her uh, in terms of her brain or neurological system. So, rushed her to, the pre- to Prez. Prez said, man, we can't handle this. Uh, we don't have the capabilities, surgically speaking. So, they took her to UNM. Uh, and Carla and her husband, Josh, were there. I was watching the baby and basically told them she's got maybe a 5% chance of living. Oh. If she lives the surgery, they had to take a part of her skull off because the brain was swelling that much. Uh, to be honest with you, based on my past experience, my prediction would be that she'd only be able to do two things. One, recognize her kids. And this is when all is said and done, right? All the rehab said and done. And two, feed herself with a spoon. Mm. So horrible decision. Of course, my wife and her husband said, do the surgery. And four hospitals and rehab centers later she's walking with a cane but she can walk never got use of her right arm or hand to back so her right side started as being totally paralyzed mm. and like i said regained walking and she can talk not like you and i are right now but she can definitely communicate uh and and still parent her kids to some extent yeah. she can make pb and j sandwiches for them with one hand and and do a lot of stuff and praise god for all of that wow yeah yeah, yeah. That was, um, that was devastating. I mean, it was really, 
really heavy, heavy time for, for us as a church family, praying for you guys and knowing that you were going through that. Um, but yeah, praise the Lord for his provision of mercy to, to, to keep her, uh, uh, all the way through it. So keep her alive and, and, and give her back some, like you said, yeah. some, uh, yeah. function and where she can enjoy her kids and parent her kids. Uh, I'll never forget that first Sunday when Carla came to the to this uh, the gathering with your newest grandbaby, yeah, who was five days old, uh, just holding that baby in in her arms, and yeah, it was yeah, it was a heavy but sweet moment. So, but she's still, like you said, she's still limited and still still handicapped as she she tries to parent young kids. Right, and the oldest Lucas fared pretty well. Their middle child Axel uh, did not fare so well through everything. Basically, lost his mom for almost two years. Mm-hmm. So Axel, who is four years old now, is about two years behind in speech and some other, you know, activities. Yeah. So basically, they need a lot of a lot of help, a lot of support. Josh, her husband, moved the family from Albuquerque to Michigan in 2019, which is where his family is. And uh, his mom especially has been fantastic, but in the last 12 months, her own mom, so Josh's grandmother, fell chronically ill and had to give up her apartment, move in with Josh's mom. Uh, so Josh's mom is limited on how much she can spend with the with the three boys and with Danielle yeah. now. She's kind of got it on both fronts. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So we anticipated that at some point you would retire or transition to to that area of the world and uh, and the country to be close to Danielle and help with your grand grandkids your uh, your, your grandsons um, but the timeline was a little yeah. bit different than we all expected right so talk to us about yeah, you know, how that yeah. how that happened it was i remember talking with Ryan about this last fall just thinking hey i probably will retire in 4 5 6 years and probably would relocate to michigan so um this thing came up with Josh's grandmother, uh, then us noticing that Axel, the middle child, was falling behind. Sometimes it's just not time for Josh or Danielle to fill out the paperwork, make the calls. It's just life is chaotic. Mm. It's busy. Um, you guys know that. You guys have kids. <laughs> um, and so uh, I wasn't looking, but this past summer, a friend of mine in the Midwest said, I know of a church in Michigan They need an executive pastor. They've gone through some hard times. It's about the size of DSC, so numbers-wise, maybe five to 700 people in some way call that church their home, most are members. And so I wasn't going to apply. Carla Mm. said, no, I'd really love to get closer to Danielle. And so um, I tell people, I've told a couple people here at church, I didn't think any church would want a (laughs) 61-year-old. And this church raised their hand and they said, we do. Man, we want someone with experience. We want somebody who's coming from a healthy church like DSC, from all that you've told us about. They called and talked to Ryan, too. Um, so th- you are exactly what we want and need right now. Mm. So from there, it, it all worked out, all the interviews. Well, you're, you know, not, you're not the run-of-the-mill 61-year-old, Ron. Oh, so, good. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Uh, you, bring, you bring so much to the table. Um, you've been here since I got here over 11 years ago. Um, and yeah, working with you has been just yeah a wonderful joy. And yeah, and, and the way you the way you manage the staff, the way you um, pastor, the way you lead and uh, and facilitate um, has been yeah a huge blessing to me, 
my family and to, I know, our whole church. So um, that's why we say this is bittersweet. Mm, so yeah. we're, we're going to miss you and, and you're going to leave, uh, you're going to leave big shoes to fill. So be praying for us, the the remaining elders and staff, as we as we seek to replace you and all that you do here. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. the Lord's provision for that. I I said this, that when I found out what was going on, I was uh, shocked, a little bit of panic, a little bit of uh, concern. (laughs) But um, as as you and I talked more about this opportunity and what was going on uh, and hearing about this church, I've just been praising God for his provision of you to them. Um, We're so sad to see you go, but it it sounds like you are – I know that there are churches – or there are people at this church in Michigan that have been praying so hard for the right yeah. person to come into yeah. that position. And, oh, I know they got it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and I'm just, uh, yeah, I know that you're going to be, for for a young pastor, right? The the preaching pastor there, you said, is about as young as Ryan was yeah. when he started yeah. here at DSC. And right. just to have somebody uh, with your experience and your wisdom, um, you know, just your even your your even keel personality, you know, to come in and, uh, oh man, God is just going to do so much there uh, through you. So we're grateful for that, at least, even though we're sad to see you go. Thanks. What are you going to miss most about Desert Springs? <laughs> I Well, everything is kind of the simple answer, but very true answer. Um, uh, I truly am going to miss musical worship. So I'm not saying it just because I'm sitting, right there, sitting across from you. <laughs> you were just fishing for that. Uh, every, <laughs> that was a softball. Every Sunday. And you hit it I, out of the park. I love that so, so much. It means so much. Obviously, good teaching, good preaching, um, a strong global missions area, and a getting stronger local outreach with every passing year. Can I tell one of my favorite stories? Yes, sir. So... This I didn't have any direct part in, in terms of beginning it. I just helped once it was off the ground and up and running. But my first year here, 2007, um, instead of what I think a lot of churches do with who will we support worldwide, which is either somebody from the church, a member strongly lobbies for something, or an elder kind of has a favorite, right? An elder said, oh, I know this ministry in India or Romania or Uganda. We got to work with them. Mm-hmm. And the church goes along with that, and maybe that leader says, let's pray about this, let's explore it, but it's kind of driven by one person's favorite ministry, which may be a very valid and and worthwhile kingdom-building, gospel-preaching ministry. So instead of that, uh, both with the Mayanichi and the story I want to get to, which is North Africa, uh, when I came in 2007, there were about 30 people praying at Tim Ray's house. Tim was an elder at the time. They moved to Arizona now. And they had worked with Faith Comes by Hearing here in town. Mm -hmm. Faith Comes by Hearing helped them narrow things down to three people groups worldwide. So this was not, you know, Chase saying, oh, we got to do this ministry. And Drew saying, oh, add this into the hat too, because I know this guy and he's Mm -hmm. great. It was none of that. We didn't know anybody in any three of these people groups. So this was truly the church praying along with elder help and, you know, leadership, but not directing things and coming to a conclusion. And I was at this, blessed to be at this meeting where they decided on North Africa. And then a couple of years later, of course, it became, it got narrowed down to two families, the C's and the G's who went over there. And now it's bigger than the C's and the G's. Um, and that is just 
such a blessing to be a part of. Mm-hmm. And look, and I can multiply that by you know twenty different stories mm-hmm. of how it wasn't somebody saying we've got to do it this way, and I've got the power and the authority, so we are going to do it this way. It was consulting and collaborating and praying, and God's Holy Spirit showing us how to uh, spread the gospel more and and share Christ's love both in word and in deed. Mm, amen. Very good. Very good. So, how about on a scale of one to ten, who is your favorite staff person to work with? <laughs> you know, I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, all right. How about give us a timeline of when you guys expect to be uh, transitioning oh, to yeah. Michigan, and then and then you can tag onto that just specific prayer request uh, for you and Carla um, that the the church could be could be praying for. Yeah, so the preaching pastor there said, can you come here in September? And I said, I don't know. And so I recently said, I don't think that's even possible. So we're looking at late October right now, Okay. putting our house on the market probably first week of September. Uh, what else? I can use boxes if anybody has nice, yeah, sturdy bring cardboard boxes. boxes you have bring them by church. Do you have any books that you're going to be taking with you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good number of books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I was thinking, like a year ago, I was thinking, okay, I'll retire in whenever, four, five, six, seven, eight years, and then I'll leave all of my commentaries so people like Chase can come in and just cherry pick whatever they want. And now I'm thinking, no, I need them all. You got to move all of those across the country. Because instead of being on on a bench of maybe five people that can sub in for Ryan, I'm now stepping into Chase's role as number two guy. All right. Um, as well as helping the page. Occasionally he's going to say, okay, I'm studying this book or this theological topic. Can you just kind of help mm-hmm. me out here? Do you mm-hmm. think I'm on track? Mm-hmm. So all those books I think I'm going to need, which is <laughs> sad because they're very heavy and hard to move, yeah. like you guys know. Well, yeah. I'll come get them when you're done with them. If you <laughs> there, you yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll keep them uh, in good use. Um, but yeah, Lord's not done with you yet as far as, as far as that part of your ministry, brother. And I'm yeah. excited for this next chapter for you. Um, any specific prayer request? I mean, people can be praying for uh, moving, smooth transition, um, but anything anything else that you'd want to share with us? Uh, probably just for Carla, my wife, it's hard for her to make any kind of move. Um, and this church has been, to say they've been fantastic is an understatement with the whole Danielle thing. There have just been dozens, probably hundreds of ways in which people have helped out especially those first few months in that hard first year, fall 2018 through 2019. Uh, so it's it's hard for her to go from a place where we have some family still here in town and then a spiritual family of hundreds to a place where she knows no one, literally not one person. So myself, on the other hand, I know their preaching pastor. We've Zoomed a number of times, met face-to-face, uh, and I've met some of their staff as well. And so... I feel like I've already got a relationship started with people on staff there, and I know that we'll work together in a fantastic way. Hmm. So you got to tell us about the weather, where you're going. Oh, yeah. So yeah. snowfall is—this is northern Michigan, not Detroit area. So snowfall is 125 to 150 inches per year. Man. And <laughs> that's <laughs> Carla was a snow. little discouraged after our on-site, in-person weekend because a couple of people told her the winters tend to be cloudy and bleak. So think of how many sunny days, even in the winter we have here, mm-hmm. I mean, most, most all over them. the place. Yeah. So yeah, we love New Mexico climate. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the ways Carla words it is that we love our daughter Danielle and her family, her kids, more than we hate Michigan. So sorry for those of you who <laughs> listen to this and are from Michigan, but we hate the state. <laughs> bad winters, bad roads, high taxes. <laughs> all, all hey, but you're but you are right across what lake? What lake is it? Is it Superior from Green Bay? Aren't you? Yeah, right? there's even a car ferry that goes from the western shore of Michigan to not quite Green Bay, but it's a city just south of Green Bay. Okay. So uh, we will get into Packer games gonna, at Lambeau. Oh, yes. That, yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, that would be great. Take, take your boys, your, your grandsons with you, and uh, go, yeah. watch, go watch Aaron Rodgers last season yeah. as a Green Bay Packer. <laughs> 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 uh, that's good. Anything else? Any other, any other stories or, or thoughts or prayer requests that we've missed? I don't think so. Maybe praying for us, uh, this preaching pastor and myself, and their elders as we build the staff there. Yeah. Uh, I won't go into the details of the tragedy, but they went through a real hard time two years ago, right before COVID. So a few of the staff left, one or two were let go. Uh, and a few that remain are part-time, like their minister of music is part-time, not full-time. Hmm. So uh, if people listening know the DSC staff, they don't have a Gale, a finance administrator, a Gale Verity. So we need a Gale. They don't have a memo, a guy to do graphics, web, or video. So... We need a memo. They don't have a chase. They have half of a Drew. Like, I can go down the list. I think they do have a youth pastor. Um, a half a Drew is still like four feet tall. I was going to say, most music guys are probably about half my size. <laughs> <laughs> you have one normal-sized worship. A hobbit-sized guy. <laughs> music guy. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. pretty typical. Um, well, we'd love to, be, I mean, continue our partnership with you, brother, as you, as you go and um, to help assist you. I know you're going to be doing a lot of uh, good and hard and necessary work there. So, yeah, get us in touch with, get your half of a music guy in <laughs> touch with me, and and yeah. I'd love to network with you guys and encourage you. At uh, And what's the name of the church? So people can... So it's on. called West Side Community Church. West Side Community. Because it is west in the country outside of Traverse City, Michigan. Traverse. Not Traversity. Right. Traverse City. Traverse City. Well, uh, Ron, your email is ron at dscavq.com. If anybody's listening and they want to give you a... uh, (laughs) Just in case you forgot. uh, No, if anyone else would like to email Ron, just uh, your encouragement and reflections on your time here, I know that that would be appreciated. And uh, and we'll be praying for you. And you're you're not leaving yet. Uh, I told the staff this too uh, this this week that I know that you're committed to this being the smoothest transition possible, yeah, and for sure. so you're gonna you're gonna be very busy even here at DSC for the next couple of weeks, and um, we'll be praying for you and that as well. But uh, as somebody that's only been here for a fraction of your tenure, I am so grateful for you mm-hmm. and uh, and your leadership. You're even. Just the way that you've cared for me coming onto the staff here at the church. So you will be sincerely missed, brother. Mm-hmm. But uh, thanks for taking the time to tell here, us here. about what's going on. Thanks. Yeah. Well, thanks. you've been listening to the Desert Springs Church Podcast. If you have questions about this transition or other things going on at our church, you can email us, info at dscabq.com. Lord willing, we're going to have another episode for you next week. But until then, on behalf of Drew Hodge and our executive pastor, Ron L. Giese Jr., I'm Chase. Let's keep spreading God's glory broader and deeper.
Martha bought a condemned house. Filled with junk? Filled with junk and 100 cat corpses. And it You're really, joking now, No. Right? Mm-hmm. No. And there's like a hole in the roof. <clears throat> the, there's water damage everywhere. Like it probably just needs to be knocked down. Do you get to the van life? I could see you and Carla pulling the van life thing off. You know, if the winters weren't so bad, I think we could try. Uh, that too. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, that could be fun. The tiny house. Yeah, buy, yeah. You a, buy you a, a tiny house. Yeah. Yeah. Like a trailer. Yeah. Maybe somebody up there will have an RV. 